Hello, hello, beautiful people, and welcome to The Woman Behind the Desk with Shannon Danielle, a shared space where we empower women through transparency, discussing real-life topics and all things behind the scenes. Welcome back to The Woman Behind the Desk with Shannon Danielle, which is a shared space where we discuss all things behind the scene. Man, oh man, I have missed y'all. I know I have been so absent, but it has it feels so good to be in front of the mic. I mean, so much has happened in the last few months. I think it's actually been three months since the last podcast episode, but I just want to get that right, sis. But let's get on into it because it's just been and not not really good reason because I do um, take pride in being disciplined and being consistent and that's something that I want my lit my listeners to also practice because continuity and consistency builds stability and builds a habit right which builds success but it's not even just that it's just been so difficult balancing life as well as um, becoming an entrepreneur um, Beep, beep, toot, toot, right? If I toot my own horn, um, becoming an entrepreneur and open a practice with my business partner. So initially, I thought I was going to be able to balance um, working a full-time job and establishing a business. But once um, my business partner came to D.C., to if you're new to the show, I do live in the District of Columbia in the Washington, D.C. area, which I love. The city is cray-cray. But just the level of opportunity um, here is so amazing, especially because I'm from Florida. And so the South is a little bit different. Um, Obviously, the South is beautiful, but the city just offers so many other opportunities that, you know, um, that I like to take advantage of. But anyway, so it was just difficult. She came to DC and um, we were working with this program to establish the practice. And so she and I, we had to establish a routine that worked well for the both of us. So we were getting up y'all literally at 4 a.m. So it will be getting up at 4 a.m., doing the modules. I honestly, it reminded me of being in grad school. So it was almost like um, I went back to grad school, but. If, if you're like me, you do love to learn. Like you love to learn, you live through life as a student. And so it was very enjoyable just to kind of um, learn new things, right? And get the brain rolling again because sometimes we get so stuck in the daily habit that our brains are not fueled and our brains are not working in the way um, that they should be right and the brain should always be constantly working towards getting to the next thing or being challenged in a particular way so anyways so it was just I had to, I was trying to balance working a full-time job taking care of my body taking care of my mind because you know your girl promotes self-love and self-care it is so important to um, exercise and be physically fit not because um, externally it just looks good but internally there are so many benefits obviously as you know when you work out you produce happy chemical the brain produces happy chemicals like endorphins and adrenaline and, and dopamine and so all of the chemicals that we look for in some of the medications our body naturally produces those things and so I was trying to work out so with our daily routine we woke up at 4 or 5 a.m went to the gym then I worked um saw my clients throughout the day and then it was so much writing um when the with the website I mean my brain was literally done my brain was done y'all and I just couldn't do it I could not do it as much as I wanted to there was not a day that I did not think about you all that was not a day that I did not think about 
my listeners and um, being absent on you guys, but I'm happy to be back in front of the mic, chopping it up um, with y'all. And so honestly, you know, the business launched this month, right? So that's exciting. It, it launched the uh, week of the 19, which is actually my business partner's birthday. So that was an excellent gift for her. Um, and also very exciting for me. So the business launched that the website launched and went live. And so we're done with that and we're seeing clients. Um, and so now, you know, of course I had to hop back in front of the mic and I'm like, I need to, you know, show up and show out. Okay. So so also throughout the time I was dating, can we talk about the dating scene? Can we talk about the pandemic, post-pandemonium, pandemic dating, okay? Like online dating, obviously it was difficult to meet people in person during a whole um, pandemic, right? So I, your girl had to hop online. I had to hop back on the online dating apps, which might I add, has been an interesting experience. Yo, if you are listening to me and you've been on the dating apps and you know what I mean when I say interesting experience. So I was going in, I was going in and initially when I was so excited to just meet new people and meet people, obviously I was vaccinated. Um, I do promote staying healthy and being preventative and taking care of yourself um, when it comes to COVID. It is very serious. So if you do decide to uh, online date, make sure if you feel comfortable with the vaccine make sure you get vaccinated if not just make sure um, you're using the precautionary measures but anyhow your girl hopped in and I hopped in deep okay I was going on <laughs> probably five days ten dates and I met some really lovely um, men some really you know not so great men you know what I'm saying some superficial men some men that did not you know were not emotionally intelligent but some also financial some also some financially stable um emotionally intelligent men so that was a good experience um but I did have to slow that process down too because I was like oh my god I'm going too hard I'm going too hard with this so now I'm slowing it down dating but let's get into it. Let's talk. Let's just talk about um, the things that have just been going on, um, you know, and the things that I've just been kind of thinking about over the last um, few months. Right. Um, and just like not allowing overthinking to prevent you from progressing. Right. Because I think sometimes we can just really overanalyze the situation and overthink so much that it prevents us from actually doing the thing. You know what I'm saying? Like doing the thing that needs to get done, doing the thing that we've been talking about. Right. We've created the ideas, created the plan. But when it comes to actually executing the plan, we're stuck because we're so right spiraling downward and so obsessed and ruminating and dwelling on this irrational thought process of what if it isn't right or what if you know what if i'm criticized or what if i don't do it just right or what if i don't say the right thing what if they judge me because of the thing that i did say or what if people misjudge me or misunderstand me and so all of that kind of prevents us from, you know, all of us doing the thing. So that's something that I really want some of my listeners to kind of take into consideration of like not allowing your preconceived notions or not allowing your negative thinking to prevent you from executing the plan. 
okay and so that was something i know my business partner and i really struggle with because this is actually the first business that i plan to um you know that we plan to launch and go live but there are other things that we plan to do but just the the talking we talked for a long time and so it was exciting to really execute like there is no better feeling than seeing the thing that you've been talking about come to life and actually having clients and people calling you and talking to them and just being a boss. Like there's no better feeling. Obviously, um, your girl is not in the status that she would like to be. Okay, let me sip my wine on that. Mm. I'm drinking some white wine right now. I'm usually a red wine girl. But this one white wine i think it's chardonnay this one brand of chardonnay love okay love especially when it's chilled mm. it's heaven in a wine glass heaven in a wine glass but anyway so just i just want to you all to keep that in mind just don't 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 do the don't not do the thing that you really can't get my words together don't not do the thing also i'm so sorry about the background noise if you hear some background noise i did move that was something else that i forgot to tell you guys is that i moved during that process too so i still live in the district but i live in this part of the district that i love so much that i used to live in um, before I used to live in two years ago so I love that part and I moved back over there but where I live now I'm really near a, I'm near a street where sometimes it just gets cray it gets loud and so I was trying to figure out another thing like when is the best time to record this but I'm excited that I think this will be the best time because it seems fairly quiet but if you do hear something in the background please excuse it okay then you know the next thing i wanted to get into that i was kind of thinking about is just life in your 30s like i turned 30 you know last year and well this year what am i talking about last year this year <laughs> i'm trying to age myself girl just chill girl just chill slow it down listen you know i'm aging we're aging like fine wine over here we're aging like fine wine over here but we're not trying to do it too fast we are not trying to do it too fast, okay? But anyway, so I turned 30 this year. And I remember I had, you know, so many mixed feelings about turning 30. There was so much ambiguity, sis. Because, okay, so and I'll tell you why, right? The complexities, right? The complexities. So there is one part of me that was just so excited to turn 30. Um, because I felt like, you know i'm 30 i know what i want now i'm living my life with intention like in my 20s i didn't know what i want i didn't live life with intention i didn't love myself in the way that i love my that i should have loved myself i didn't treat my body the way that i would have liked to treat my body right to take care of my skin and and, and exercise and eat the kind of foods that i should be eating and doing all those things um and i, I was drinking obviously i was part i was a party girl back then but you know we all have a past now we all have a past uh if you feel me girl you feel me or guy if you're listening we all have a past but it doesn't define us it's just a part of us and the things that we you know have gone through the trajectory of life but anyway so um you know in my in my 20s i just kind of was out there didn't take care of myself so it's like in your 30s you finally are living life with intention you're finally at this place where you're like okay 
I know what I want life to look like. I know what I want the guy, how I want the guy to be, what I'm looking for in the guy. Because in your 20s, you kind of are... Um, you know, you're just dating around. You're not really taking life too seriously. You might want to date the super attractive guy because he just will, will be arm candy and look good. And he's a good time and he's fun and he's spontaneous and adventurous, right? But his integrity, he has no integrity and his character is shit, right? In your 20s, but it, but it doesn't matter. The character don't matter too much because he's cute, you know? He's a looker. So you're like, okay, you know, you can't, you can't get them all. But in your 20s, so in my 20s, I really just... Well, was kind of lost so in your 30s in my 30s I'm like oh I just turned 30 and in my 30s I'm like okay I finally figured out the thing the thing that I want and then you establish a plan for life like I feel like in your 30s you kind of you establish that plan and you're like okay so this is what the rest of the rest of life should be about this is what I'm working towards the rest of life I feel like in your 20s you start thinking about it but I feel like in your 30 in your late 20s to early 30s you start really executing it right I'm not talking about going to school okay because in your 20s like you might go to school like I went to undergrad and I went to grad school and got my master's and all that stuff uh, which is great but I still didn't know what the hell I wanted to do I was still lost I was like damn now I have these degrees but what does life mean now what what does this mean I'm supposed to make all this money sis let me take another sip of wine Mm. since I graduated and when you're in grad school you think life you just make up ideas right you just romanticize I think in grad school sometimes they romanticize for you and they capture this unrealistic idea of what life is going to look like as soon as you graduate and that is what happened to me I graduated and I was like life what is this I'm supposed to be making six figures right now life didn't look like that so I was like okay I do want to incorporate this therapy thing but like what else is the plan so what is the plan that's going to help me get to where I'm trying to get to in life and climb that ladder that I'm trying to climb or create my own or execute my own vision not necessarily climbing the ladder in the corporate world because in my own personal opinion that's somebody else's vision when you're working for a company not that that's a bad thing but you are working towards and working, you know, working towards and um, helping fuel the vision of, that somebody else has created for themselves and they brought to life. And so, you know, in your late 20s, early 30s, you start thinking, OK, like I figure this plan out. Let's work towards this plan. I'm not wasting my time. I'm very intentional with my time. I'm very particular. I'm very specific. Um, and everything I do from this point on if it doesn't feed my soul, if it doesn't fuel my brain, if it doesn't fuel and, and feed my heart, right, then it's not for me. If it's not going to help me level up, not going to help me elevate and get to the next level in this thing called life. If it's not fueling my purpose and feeding into my purpose, then it doesn't serve me well. It does not serve me well. I think and sometimes in your 20s, you're like, especially with that dude or with the guy that you're dating, you're like, and he tells you he's going to leave, but you know he isn't shit, right? You know that this guy is probably not, he probably is trash, sis. Try, probably trash. But he tells you he leaves you, he's going to leave you, and you're like, oh, no, please don't leave me. Because you might be dealing with some insecurity, some self-esteem stuff, some abandonment issues, some attachment issues, and then... 
you know, you're so afraid he's going to leave you and you want to do everything to keep this trash man in your life. That's probably going to prevent you from elevating because you're too fearful to be alone. But when you get in your 30s, you're like, you know, when you get in your 30s, I think it's questionable that that trash man would even be in your life in your 30s. Because once you start seeing the red flags, you're like, oh, no, bro, you got to go. You got to go. I have no time and space and energy for this shit right own healing to try to help you heal right and some and the possibility of you impacting my healing and me regressing to the space that i used to be no thanks no thanks you're cute but no thanks right so i feel like in your in your 30s that that that's something that you figure out but that so i i did i was excited about that part i was excited but i was also the other part of my 30s was like i was scared i was like oh gosh uh oh this almost fell i was like oh gosh i'm 30 now life is so serious it is so serious i can't make any mistakes like it is i've made i've waited too late to make mistakes if i make mistakes now right i can't fail now we can sometimes put this unnecessary pressure on ourselves and create these unrealistic expectations for like what life is going to look like and like and sometimes it's societal expectations that our families and that society puts on us to be a particular way at 30. and i remember i was talking to my own therapist obviously as you know i am a clinician i am a therapist but I am passionate about my work. I'm passionate about therapy and seeing my clients and I, I love the work that I do and I love and just just talking about it makes me smile. I love just the up and down moments with my clients and, and helping them pro progress and seeing them overcome their obstacles. I, I love every bit of that journey with them. But I also practice what I preach. Like I'm not a therapist that's like, go to therapy, but I don't go to therapy. Right. So I was talking to my own therapist because it's always helpful to have someone that's external. Right. It, it doesn't work if you're a therapist trying to therapize yourself like that. <laughs> if that is you go to therapy, it's OK. It doesn't make you less of a therapist or less of a person. It makes you healthy. It helps you become a little bit more healthy and release. Right. It creates the stress relief. So I went to therapy and I remember my therapist was like, no, Third, these are the best moments of your life. This is the best moment of your life. 30s are the best moments of your life. It's everything that you've worked up into, up until until now. Everything that you've worked up into is going to come to fruition in your 30s. So if you're 30, you just turned 30 out there, it's okay. It's okay even if you don't have a plan, right? If you Even if you don't have a plan, it's okay to create one now. Right, it's so crazy to curate one now, become laser focused on that plan, so disciplined on that plan, so intentional about your time and your life and the people in it in order to execute that plan. Right, so if you're 35 and you're 40 and you're listening to this podcast, it is completely fine. Do it now, sis. Do it now. Do it now. Create the plan now. In fact, when you're done listening to this podcast, sit down for 30 minutes to an hour. Create the plan because I know you've been thinking about something that you want to bring to life. But this overthinking has stopped you from doing it. 
but it's okay it's okay even if you're third and if you are in your 30s and you have created this plan right it's okay to make mistakes it's okay to not know what the hell you're doing because life it truly is this trial and error process right failure is what teaches us how to do it right you know mistakes is what teaches us how to do it right we fail until we succeed, you know, failure. If you if you're always succeeding, what is it that you're really learning about life? Because sometimes it's the up and downs. It is the obstacles. It is the barriers that helps you elevate to the next level that helps you build the strength you need to build, the resilience that you need to build, the fortitude that you need to build. Right. To become emotionally equipped and mentally equipped in order to overcome this thing right in order to create this thing or in order to help the person that has the vision next to you that's a part of your company or a part of your family or part of your friend group that you can right that you can feed into that you can fuel that you can speak into their lives and help them come a little bit closer to their purpose right and create their purpose so that is, that was just my journey of turning 30. I think sometimes it becomes so serious, but it's okay to take your time. These are sometimes self-imposed limitations and barriers that are created, right? And, so, and expectations and sometimes societal um, limitations and barriers that have been created. But it's cool, girl. You got it. You're going to figure it out. You're going to figure it out as you go along. It's something I tell myself on a daily, daily basis right and i feel like even if you're a billionaire you're still just trying to figure it out i remember reading that i'm reading this book now called um high performance habits by brendan burchard i actually read it before it is so good it talks about how to become a high performer and just like the uh daily disciplines and what it takes the, the simple the six simple steps um that high performers usually utilize in order to become or elevate at the level that they've elevated to so such a good book if you have not gotten that book or if you've never heard of that book please read the book okay but i'm gonna let you guys you know i'm gonna let you guys know i just want to leave it with you tonight that i have so much more that i want to share but i really just wanted to pop on and say hey girl right i'm thinking about you i haven't forgotten about you and i'm here for you and i believe in you and there is nothing that you can't do there's nothing that you can't do nothing that you can't execute you got this you got this so i wanted to pop in to to be an inspiration to you, to inspire you, and just tell you to not allow overthinking to prevent you from progressing. And that even if you just turn 30, it's okay, right? It's a beautiful thing because you know what now? Life is just gonna go exactly the way you need it and the way you want it to go if you're intentional about it. All right, so there it is. And you know what it is. So. You stay real, stay radiant, and stay revolutionary. And wherever you are in the world, I love you, girl.